0: so much for joining us for another one of our Wednesday devotionals and today I'm going to continue talking about how to be led by the Spirit of God and I guess today I'm going to focus more on some things on what not to do if you want to be led by the Spirit of God because you know there's a lot of things that we as Christians you know just because we don't know any better we're sincerely trying to seek after God can fall into these traps that can really mess people up, get them into wrong doctrine and get them out of the will of God for their life because they want to hear from God, they want to be led by God, but they don't understand how and they start looking for other things, for signs, for voices, for dreams, from all these other things to try to be led by God rather than going to the word of God and understanding how to be led by the spirit of God. You know, and if you're just tuning in and this is the first podcast or broadcast that you're watching on YouTube, I want to encourage you to go back and watch the other and previous broadcasts that we have done because they lay more of a foundation for what we're talking about today because they cover you know more on being led by the spirit of god you know the inner witness the inward voice understanding how god speaks to us understanding how to tell the difference between like our mind and what we're thinking and and our own thoughts versus if it's the holy spirit and all of that good stuff so please 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 go back and listen to those If you're just catching this today and have not listened to the other ones because those ones are talking about what you need to do and how to understand the Spirit of God. Today we're talking about pitfalls and things not to do and things that people can kind of fall into that will get them off and will get them out of the plan of God for their life. And I want to prevent that for you guys as much as possible because I don't want to see that happen to anybody because it's not a good thing. You know that one thing that many people will do when they're trying to be led by the Spirit of God, is they'll begin to look for signs, you know, supernatural signs, manifestations. Uh, One of the big things that people will do, and I know I did this at one time when I was, you know, a newer Christian, because I just didn't know any better. You know, and I wanna wanna tell you guys this so you can avoid falling into some of these things. And the first one is not setting up a fleece. You know, well, what does that mean, don't set up a fleece? Basically, setting up a fleece is when you have something And you say, okay, God, if this is something you want me to do, then you need to do this, and you need to do that, and I'll know it's your will. Or, God, if you you told me to do something, I need to see A, B, and C before I can, if I want to know it's you, or you have to do this or this. It's putting regulations and expecting God to speak to you in a certain way, expecting God to perform some kind of task, expecting something to happen. That will cause a confirmation or, you know, uh, make you know that, okay, this is God. And there's a difference between setting up a fleece and seeking out confirmation from the Holy Spirit. Two different things. Setting up a fleece is putting a natural requirement for God to fulfill certain things. Like if you have to do A, you have to do B, and you have to do C. And if you don't do it in that order, if you don't do it how I think it should be done or how I'm expecting it, then it must not be from God. And that's very dangerous. And you see, people will get this thinking and this mindset because they look at Gideon in the Bible. Because Gideon set up a fleece in the Old Testament. No, but there's something we need to understand is there's a difference between Old Testament and New Testament. There's a difference between operating under the Old Covenant and operating in the New Covenant where we are today. See, in the the Old Covenant, people didn't have you know, the Holy Spirit inside of them. And God, most of the time, God would only speak to the priests, to the kings, or to the prophets. And Gideon wasn't any of those. Gideon wasn't a priest, he wasn't a king, and he wasn't a prophet. So when the angel of the Lord came and talked to Gideon, he set up a fleece to confirm that it was God. We don't have to do that nowadays. We don't have to set up a fleece because we have the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. You know, Romans eight fourteen. it says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God... These are the sons of God, led by what? The Spirit of God. They're not led by natural, they're not led by signs, they're not led by fleeces, they're led by the Spirit of God. And we've got to learn to do that. So don't set up a fleece because you see, Setting up a fleece sometimes is easier for people to say, well, if God does this and this and this, then I know it's him. Rather than taking the time to press in, rather than taking the time to pray, to fast, to see, to really seek God on something. They just want some supernatural sign or some real quick fix kind of solution. You know, you can have a fleece like, okay, God, you know, if you open up that window, then I'll do that. And then you can have the natural, you know, the cleaning man going through doing his rounds and he opens up the window cause he's getting ready to clean it. And you're like, that must be God giving me the sign and confirmation. It's like, no, that was just the window man cleaning the windows. You know, so a lot of times people can set those fleeces up but they can be influenced by natural circumstances and they can be influenced by the demon, you know, by the devil. Cause it's just as much, it's just as easy for the devil to manipulate things in the natural realm as it is for God to manipulate things in the natural realm. So don't set up fleeces. Don't be looking for natural signs or natural things to guide you because we serve a supernatural God who is a spirit and he leads by the spirit. So we've got to you know, make sure we're not trying to go around finding natural manifestations of things and try to call it the leading of God because that's not how he leads us. You know, and that's what leads us into my next point. So the first point is don't set up a fleece. Don't have requirements or recommendations. God, you have to do A, B, C, and D if I'm going to do this kind of thing. You know, the next one I want to talk about is don't look for signs. You know, a lot of times this this can get... Very, you know, this can get people off real easy, Um, Christians off real easy, get into weird doctrines, get into thinking weird things, and kind of just acting weird all (laughs) together. And we don't want that to happen to any of you guys, you know. Going out, this is what I call wonky Christians, you know, it's when they go out and they see something supernatural in everything. And it's like, you know, they'll, they'll be outside or, you know, they'll see the clock, 2.22. And they're like, oh, my gosh, John 2.22. And they run through the Bible. That must be God leading me into something. And it's like, no, that's, that's the time of day. Or they might go outside and, you know, they see a, a cloud in the sky that looks like a dove. And next thing you know, they're going around saying, well, God's with me. The Holy Spirit is in the sky today because he looks like a dove. And I know since the Holy Spirit's in the sky that God's with me and all this kind of stuff because they saw a cloud. And it's like, no, that's, that's not how it works. Like, you can know God's with you and the Holy Spirit's with you because of the Word of God. It's written in the Bible. You don't have to have a cloud tell you that in the sky, you know. But that's how people will get. And they'll be trying to find signs and everything and every natural thing they can find and pull out signs and leadings from God, you know. And it's like, no, that's not God. That's just a natural thing. Again, God doesn't lead by signs. Now, he can use signs you know, if he needs to confirm something or to get attention or whatever, but he doesn't lead you by it. So don't be trying to, to go and find signs for everything. You know, that's what people, it's no different. You know, we can look at Elijah. Sometimes when, when God spoke to Elijah in 1 Kings 11, you know, if God came in an earthquake, he came in a great mighty wind, he came in a big fire. And then finally he came in a still small voice. And what was God in? Was he in the fire? No, he wasn't in the fire. Was he in the earthquake? No, he wasn't in the earthquake. Was he in the wind? No, he wasn't in the wind. He was in the still, small voice. And sometimes when you start looking for signs, you start looking for these big, great, big manifestations or these great supernatural things. You think God would be in the fire. You think God would be in the wind. You think God would be in the earthquake. But in reality, you're missing God totally altogether, completely, because he wasn't in any of those. He was in the still, small voice. So I want to encourage you guys, if you're listening today, to watch, you know, make sure you're not going around looking for signs and everything, you know, looking for signs where there are no signs and just making signs up out of the blue because you think it's God trying to lead you or God trying to tell you something. He will not lead you by signs. He leads by the Holy Spirit. You know, it's no different if you're looking around for supernatural signs. It's no different than, you know, looking at horoscopes, or shaking a lucky eight ball and seeing what it falls on the day, or trying to get your direction for the day by a fortune cookie. You know, if I say that, some people are like, well, that's just ridiculous. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get my, my, you know, leading from a fortune cookie, because sometimes they're just totally random. You know, I got one, which is hilarious. I went to a a a fortune cook uh, Chinese place and I got a fortune cookie once that said I needed to get in more in touch with my feminine side. (laughs) That was so freaking funny because I'm like, I don't think I can be any more feminine than I already am. You know, but that's what I'm saying. Like it's so off. You know it's not so it's not something that you can have any val- validation to. It's not something that you that you can be led by. So as a Christian, don't go out looking for those signs because they're not any more accurate than a lucky eight ball and they're not any more accurate than a fortune cookie. You know? So so don't don't let those lead you. The the last one I want to talk about today on three things you know not to do when you want to be led by the Spirit of God so you know number one what we talked about was don't set up fleeces number two don't be looking for signs and everything that's everything you know don't do that and number three is don't seek out voices dreams or angels now I want to set some clarification to this because yes God can speak to us through voice through his audible voice God can speak to us in dreams and visions, and God can send angels to deliver a message. We see that all throughout the Bible when God God would talk to people. You know, we've we've seen him speak to people. We've seen him in the Bible send angels to deliver messages. We've seen him in, in the Bible in different instances where he gave dreams or visions to people to teach them something or to guide them into things or warn them about things, you know. So yes, God can do that. But what I'm saying is don't actively seek them out. And that's the important thing you know I don't want you to get so closed off from these things that you're like I'm never gonna listen to an angel I'm never gonna you know do this I'm never gonna do that but to understand that you have the that balance between understanding the Word of God to first and foremost being led by the Word of God and being led by the Spirit of God and if an angel does come to you if you do have a dream if you do hear a voice you know then test it with the Word of God but also Don't seek them out. Don't go trying to happen. You know, don't go actively seeking these things or I have to have a word from some prophet so-and-so or something like that. Because if you begin to actively try to seek them out, actively want to hear voices, actively want to have dreams, you know, calling every prophet on 899 help prophet get your prophecy today line or something, you know, don't do that you want to go to God first, go to the spirit of God first. Because if you begin trying to seek out all these other things, the devil will more than gladly accommodate you. You wanna hear voices? He will let you hear voices, you know. You wanna have dreams? He will give you dreams. You know, you wanna have some prophetic word? He'll send some whack job out there to give you a prophetic word. So just don't make that your primary source for being led by God. If God wants to send a prophet your way, he'll send a prophet your way. If God wants to speak to you in an audible voice, he will speak to you in an audible voice. If he wants to give you a dream, he will give you a dream. But don't actively seek it out. That's that's what I want you to know. Don't actively seek it out. You know, because I I know there's this poor lady who called us one day. We were in the office and, and she was sick and she wanted to call us to come and pray for her so that she could receive healing from the Lord. So we go out there to try to pray for her and we're talking to her and that kind of stuff. And, and she tells us that she, she was watching you know, some television prophet, somebody or another. And she called him to get prayer for her and this prophet prophesied and told her that God, told, God says that you're sick because of sin in your life and he's punishing you and you're going to die. And she believed it. She believed that because, and, and, and it wasn't even anything big when, she, when we were talking to her, but what she said she did was nothing. Like, it was nothing. Like, to most people, like, you think it's, like, ridiculous, you know? But she was so convinced that because of that one little tiny thing she did, that God was going to kill her for it. And because of that prophet, so-and-so said this, and that must be from God because prophet so-and-so said that, but that's not true. And we spent so much time trying to go through the word with her, trying to show her what the Bible said about healing, how God wants us well, how God doesn't punish us with sickness because of Isaiah and just going through the Bible, going through the Bible, but she wouldn't accept anything we told her from the Bible because she had to have a word from God. She had to have some special words, some supernatural signs, some kind of phenomenal explanation explanation thing and because she wasn't getting that, she wasn't able to receive healing for herself because she was so stuck in that word that the prophet had given her. And you see sometimes people miss out, they try going for these signs, they try going after these words, they try looking for all these supernatural things and they miss out on the most supernatural thing in their life, the Bible. This right here, this book is the most supernatural manifestation you could ever have. This right here has so much word, has so much wisdom, has so much guiding. You want to know God's will for your life? Get lost in the word. You want to learn how to be led by the spirit of God? Find it in the word. Don't try going to all these other things. You know, don't call up every single prophet on 1-800-PROPHESY. Or don't, don't go through and, and try to find the signs in the skies or, you know, the symbols in this thing or that thing. Because a lot of times you'll end up missing it and then the devil will use those things to get you out of the will of God, to confuse you, to deceive you, and to get you believing wrong doctrines or lies about your life. You know, there's another story of, of an individual in a book that, that I read from Kenneth Hagen. And he was talking about how this lady, you know, she she went to an, evangel, an evangelist meeting. It was a tent crusade, a tent meeting outside. And this evangelist was telling his testimony on how God had spoken to him. You know, like he heard the voice of God. God had spoken to him and called him into the ministry. And, you know, he was talking talking about that. And then, you know, you could see the work of God in his life from all the tent crusades and all the great people saved and all that kind of stuff. Well, this woman got so caught up on well, he heard a voice from God that she began trying to actively seek out voices. And in doing so, she started hearing voices. They weren't God's voices. They were demonic voices that were speaking to her and, and talking to her. And, and her husband was getting really concerned because she kept hearing all these voices and he was trying to get her get her set free from them. And he'd take her to different meetings and different places and people would pray for her and, and she wasn't being set free from them and all this kind of stuff. And he finally goes to Kenneth, hey, and asked Kenneth Hagen, you know, if he can pray for, you know, if he could pray for her to get her free from all these voices she's hearing. And you know, Kenneth Hagen, you know, she was, he was, he, thank goodness, you know, thank God for the Holy Spirit. And he knew how to be led by the Holy Spirit or the inward witness, who who kind of showed him some things about the situation. And he told the the people to meet him after service, so they met with him after the service, and you know, Kenneth Hagen was talking to him and stuff. And he he said to his husband, he said, or to the woman's husband, he said. Um, Look, she said, I'm not going to pray for her. And the husband got all mad and was upset and was like, what do you mean you're not going to pray for her? Like we came because she needs to be delivered and all this kind of stuff. And he looked at the woman because he knew that she was in enough, had enough of her right mind to understand what he was saying to her. And he said to her, you know what, the Lord had told him about the situation. And she said, yeah, you're right. I did start praying for her to hear voices. I wanted to hear these voices. And he said, okay. He said, do you want to be set free from these voices? And she said, no, she liked them. And he said, that's why I'm not going to pray for her because she doesn't want to be set free. You see, if you go seeking these things, the devil will more than like love to accommodate you. So don't do it. Don't go actively seeking them out. Don't go seeking voices. Don't go seeking every single prophet there is, you know. And, and a big thing to do, don't go like, because I, I know some people will do this too, which, which isn't a good thing to do, is they'll, they'll say, okay, well, I, I, I want to, you know, see what God has for me. They, they want to do something. You know, they might not even, you know, have the Holy Spirit leading them. They just have this idea in their head. So they'll go to one, you know, minister or their pastor and their pastor will be like, no, I don't believe that's from God. You know, and then they get mad at him So they go to some other prophet so-and-so and and then prophet so-and-so might tell him like, oh, you know, no, that's not from God. Well, they didn't like what that prophet said. So they'll go to somebody else and find another, you know, prophet or pastor somewhere and that pastor will agree with them. And they're like, yeah, that's right. I knew I was right. You know, don't do that. You know, don't go from one place to another because eventually you will find somebody that's going to agree with you, but it doesn't mean it's right. You know, so don't do that as a way to be led by God. Don't try to seek out voices. Don't try to seek out great prophets. Don't try to seek out, have to have a word or these signs or dreams or visions, any of that. Don't actively seek it out. If God's going to give it to you, he'll give it to you. You know, and if you do have a dream, If you do have an angel or or an angel comes and talks to you or you do hear a voice, always, always, always test it and confirm it with the word of God. This is like our big safety net. If you want to make sure it's God talking to you, if you want to make sure it's God leading you, go to the word of God and follow that inward witness. Those are the biggest things, you know. Even if an angel comes to you. The Bible tells us in 1 John 4, 1 through 3, it says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see if they are from God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world... And this is how you know the spirit of God. It is every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, and every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not from God. This is the spirit of the antichrist which you have heard of and is coming and is already in the world. So what did he tell us? He said, "Beloved, do not believe every spirit. But test the spirits to see if they are from God. How do you test the spirits? You test them with the word of God. Anything anybody tells you, if it's a prophet, if it's a pastor, if it's a dream, if it's a vision, if it's an angel that walks into your room and starts saying stuff, test it. With the Word of God, the full counsel of the Word of God, beginning to end, be in, in context, so you can understand what God's saying to you or speaking to you. You know, there's, there's, uh, even if an angel comes to you, there's been times. There's three instances I can think of. You know, there's this one man that I know uh, is a great ministry by the name of Jonathan Shuttlesworth. He's a great man of God, a great evangelist, and doing great things for the ministry. When he was a young boy, an angel came to him and spoke to him directly and said. God has called you to be an evangelist, you know, and you're going to do this for His kingdom. And that was a message from God, and it was an angel that spoke to him. So, you know, and he's doing what God had planned for his life, which is awesome. But then you also have angels that come to other individuals that aren't sent from God, because we understand that Lucifer also was an angel. And it was an angel who came to Muhammad, and that's what started Islam. It was an angel who came to to, with Joseph Smith to the Book of Mormon. And that, that's what started Mormonism. So you can have these angels, but that doesn't mean they're always from God. So again, test it with the Word of God. Make sure it fits in the Bible and it fits with the Bible so you don't fall into these false doctrines. You know, First Thessalonians 5.21, it says, but test everything and hold fast to what is good. So you guys remember Romans 8.14 For as many are led by the spirit of God are the sons of God. So be led by the spirit of God. Be led by the word of God. Don't be led by signs. Don't be led by fleeces. Don't be led by voices or prophets or words or, you know, all this kind of stuff but be led by the Spirit of God. And I want to talk to you guys about this today because it's so important so you don't get off, so you don't get deceived, so you don't end up falling into things that you know, God doesn't want for your life because He wants to bless you, He wants to prosper you, and He wants you to be led by His Spirit. Again, thank you so much for listening today, and God bless.